The Reds have lost seven straight games to the Pittsburgh Pirates, and that's not good. Hunter Green struck out 10 batters in his last start. That is good. Also, Mike Ciani got the first two hits of his career, which is also good. The Reds rallied only to lose in extras today. That's not so good. We are going to talk the good and the bad right now on today's Locked on Reds. You are Locked on Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds. Thanks for making Locked On Reds your first listen of the day. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and we are free and available on all podcasting platforms. I'm your host, Stephen Offenbaker. Jeff Carr, he is still on vacation. Uh, Jeff and I, we both have a passion for baseball, and we have a passion for the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, We've taken that passion, and we've turned it into information for you. On today's podcast, we're going to look at a little bit of the good and a little bit of the bad from the last two games against the Pittsburgh Pirates. We're also going to talk about why you should be heading out to Great American Ballpark next week for the final three games of the season. But let's start with Hunter Green because, you know, I used him as my hot take on yesterday's show and Uh, The only part of that that really came to be was the 10 Ks. I got that part right. Uh, He walked three instead of one. He pitched six instead of seven and the Reds did not get the win. But Hunter looked good. Hunter has looked good every time out uh, in most of his recent starts Uh, yesterday. You know, as I mentioned, he went six innings. He gave up four hits, uh, allowing just one earned run, striking out 10 only walking three uh pretty excited about how he looked on the mound his his velocity is still right up there where you want it to be uh he seems to be uh having more and more command of those pitches uh working his way around the strike zone a little bit doing the things that we want to see him do uh with the progress that we want to see from him and i think that you know he is finishing up this season strong i think he's going to have a great off season and he's going to come into next year uh rocking and raring to go uh you know he's an exciting guy to pitch and uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about him coming up later uh about an opportunity for you to get one last look at him but uh you know hunter green i think is going to be a very interesting case next season you know i talked yesterday about him being able to kind of help push nicoladolo and nicoladolo kind of helping to push Hunter Green, and I think they're going to be a tremendous one-two punch uh, next season. And I think Graham Ashcraft might have something to say about always being left out of that conversation. But uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that in the upcoming off-season episodes because uh, they're going to be so much fun to watch. Uh, So Hunter Green kept the Reds in the game, which is what you want from your starting pitcher. You know, as I said, one earned run while striking out ten over six innings, but. This Reds bullpen, this Reds bullpen continues to be horrible. And following Hunter Green, you know, Buck Farmer comes into the game and just absolutely botches it. He, uh, in his one inning of work, uh, he walked two and allowed three earned runs. And really, I think that's one of the bigger problems that the Reds have experienced this year is that you've got these starting pitchers who, uh, in most cases, have gone above and beyond, whether it's the rookies in Green, Lodolo, and Ashcraft who have performed better, 
than we could have hoped, really. I mean, I really thought there would be a lot more struggles. I really thought they would have a lot more growing pains as they tried to figure out how to be major league pitchers, but they didn't do that. They, they have just gotten better every single time out. And what they've done is they've had, they've had the reds in a lot of games, but this bullpen has just been so historically bad with guys coming, guys pitching out of the bullpen that really just have no business pitching in major league baseball. And, you know, you see that again in, in Hunter Green's last start, uh, a tremendous start keeps the reds in a game and Buck Farmer blows it. Um, the bullpen is going to need a lot of work. The bullpen is going to need a tremendous overhaul. Uh, and it's more so than getting injured players back. They're going to have to really go out and work and get some guys because we have seen without question that this bullpen is ill-equipped to, you know, eat very many innings, you know, outside of Alexis Diaz, nobody else is consistent. Nobody else, uh, gives me any kind of comfort when I see that bullpen gate swing open and, and, and any other pitcher coming on in relief besides Diaz. So it's going to be a lot of work for Nick Craw. Uh, I don't know if, if the Castellinis are going to give him the resources to address it, but uh, it needs to be done. Uh, there was some other good in that particular start, that particular game. And that's Mike Siani. Mike Siani gets his first two hits of the season uh, going two for three. You know, this is an, uh, another one of those cases where, you like to see with the, the young guys that are filling in and, and covering for injuries and, and may not necessarily have been here under normal circumstances. You like to see him come in, get some experience, have a little bit of success and be able to carry that into the off season. That is especially true for a guy like Siani. Uh, you know, if, if Nick Senzel doesn't break his toe, we don't see Siani this season. Siani doesn't get this opportunity, doesn't get to face major league pitching, doesn't get some major league hits, uh, doesn't have this film to to work off of, this experience to work off of uh, throughout the offseason. So this is an opportunity for him to go out and make himself just be a much better player. And, you know, I'm I'm super happy to, to see that for him. Uh, another guy that... Uh, performed well over the last couple games is Kyle Farmer. You know, I, I dubbed him the Reds team MVP. Uh, we'll talk more about him uh, in the next segment. But uh, in this game, he went two for three, had himself a game. Uh, he's he's finishing strong. And I think that Farmer probably recognizes that he's going to have to continue to stand out to, to hold on to a spot. Uh, you know, the Reds, uh, surprising to me, were willing to move him around to make a, a spot for Jose Barrero. Uh, I think that... Kyle Farmer can see the writing on the wall of what's coming up through the system. And if Kyle Farmer wants uh, any consistent playing time, he's going to have to force the Reds hand. And uh, you like to see games where he goes two for three. I think that will help his cause. That will help force the Reds hand. Uh, looking at these last couple games, I think the big takeaway for me is really just this bullpen needs serious upgrades. Uh, it, it's hard to, I'm not even mad. I, this is this is it's kind of just expected at this point. It's it's what <laughs> Reds get past their starter, and it's just is kind of just what you think is going to happen. It's what it's what you expect to go down. Uh, coming up in the next segment, we are going to look at today's loss, where the Reds fell just a little short. And speaking of falling just a little short, guys, listen up. Sometimes your bat can be as ineffective as the Reds' bats have been in 
recent games against the Pirates. But don't worry, there's some help for you, and it doesn't even involve Alan Zinter. That's right. This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. Look, we all know that confidence can take you far in life. Whether you're talking about getting in the box or climbing the mound, it's especially true in the bedroom. So when it's time to step up to the plate, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable tablet and at a fraction of the cost. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? is it's all done online. So there's no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. With Blue Chew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use the promo code Locked On at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code locked on to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Bluechew for sponsoring the podcast. Coming up tomorrow, mercifully, the Reds are off, but we will take that time to get you set for their final road series of the year as they head to the Windy City to take on the Chicago Cubs. All right, if you caught today's game, uh, Kyle Farmer, we just talked about him. He played a big part in uh, today's ninth inning rally, hitting a two-run bomb in the top of the ninth inning. That's Farmer's second home run in the last seven games. Uh, on the season, Farmer's hitting 255 with 14 homers and 76 RBIs. You know, way to go, team MVP. I, I, I said this several weeks back that I thought Kyle Farmer was the Reds' MVP on the season Uh Jeff, Jeff huffed and puffed, but when I challenged him to come up with somebody else, he really couldn't. Uh, there could be an argument to be made for Jonathan India now that he's continuing to improve and build his numbers up. But I think as far as consistency over the course of the entire season goes, that, that award, that honor, such as it is, still goes to Kyle Farmer. Uh, another standout in this game. Uh, in today's game, the extra inning loss to the Pirates, uh, Fernando Cruz struck out the side in his inning of work. So that's 12 games, 12 innings pitched. Uh, that's good for a 0.75 ERA. He struck out 16 batters in those 12 innings. But here's where his problem is, uh, and including today. Uh, total on the season, he's walked nine guys in those 12 innings of work, one batter walked today uh, that's where he's going to need to focus his efforts he's going to need to continue to work on his control and his command and, and getting guys out without issuing free passes uh, one of the biggest problems that we've seen consistently from almost everybody in this bullpen is putting guys on base for free uh, you know our buddy cam always posts the gif of the old uh, riverfront stadium scoreboard animation walks will haunt well walks almost always those extra runners always come back to bite you and this bullpen's got to get that under control but i was happy to see fernando cruz have that success today you know happy to see him continue to you know minimize the damage anyway from the walks and and, and put up some decent numbers uh, he's one that i'm definitely going to be interested in watching 
uh, as we head into next season, uh, as this bullpen gets uh, much needed upgrades, it's going to be uh, fun to see where his place in all that chaos is. Uh, also today, Jake Fraley went yard. That's his 11th home run of the season. Uh, the last week or so has been great for Fraley slash line of 308, 333, 423. Fraley is another guy that I think is, is definitely, uh, on the 2023 team, uh, he's going to be on the roster. Now, the, the really the only question remaining about Fraley is exactly what is his role going to be? Uh, platoon starter, maybe. Uh, I think he's really established that uh, he can be a valuable major league hitter. I think that when Jeff and I talked about uh, the early rewards, the 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 early payback from all of the trades, you know, I was talking about Spencer steer when I said, you know, this was, he was our first real payback and, and Jeff brought up Fraley. And I think, uh, you know, when we talked about it for me, you know, Fraley was expected to be on the major league roster. He was expected to contribute at the major league level right away. Uh, and following the injuries, uh, rehab stint, uh, he definitely has done that. So I look forward to him uh, being on this team next year. You know, is he a, a long-term member of the Cincinnati Reds? Probably not, but he's definitely a guy that's going to be a really good bridge player to the youth movement, to when the rest of these prospects start coming in. And uh, along the way, I think he's going to provide some great moments. Uh, he's, he's already done some things that are, are great. I think he's been really candid and, and humble about some of his struggles and the things he's done to overcome them. He's, he's delivered big homers in big moments. The, you know, the splash hit in Pittsburgh in the last series when the Reds visited there, you know, tremendous moment. Uh, he's had some, some big time games and, uh, you know, I'm happy to see him finding that success. Uh, all that being said, the Reds came oh so close to avoiding another sweep and getting a win today, but you know almost, almost only counts in horseshoes. Uh, they couldn't get it done. They blew it in the tenth again. The bullpen couldn't hold it down. I really hate the the ghost runner. I really hate that we change the way we play baseball just because we get to a tenth inning. Uh, it, it just really bugs me. Uh, I wish it would go away. Manfred hates baseball. Can, continues to do it and you know it is what it is but i i really don't like it uh, I, if the reds are going to lose they're going to lose but i hate it being this manufactured fake runner uh it's hard to ask a pitcher to not allow that run to score uh, in the bottom of an inning when your offense couldn't get anything done in the top of the inning uh that manufactured stuff really bugs me all right coming up there are three games remaining this season at Great American Ballpark. And I want to talk to you about why you should head down to the old ball yard to see them. And I'm going to talk about that right after this. You can follow the podcast on all platforms, including YouTube. If you're watching me on YouTube right now, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time to uh, give me a view. Click uh, subscribe and the notification bell down below there so that you don't miss anything that we post here on the YouTube feed. If you're in our audio channels, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber. If you haven't clicked the subscribe button, uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, if you haven't left us a review ever, uh, go leave us a five-star review. Helps boost us up, helps people find out about the show, uh, gives us more people to interact with. And that's my favorite part of all this is all the interaction with you guys online, uh, on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at S Offenbaker. Uh, you can also follow Jeff at Jeff Carr. That's Jeff with three Fs. And you can follow the show at Locked on Reds. All right. 
The Reds are on their final road trip of the year. They have three games remaining in Chicago. And then because of the quirky schedule where they jammed everything in, they come back home for one more homestand, a three-game series against those same Chicago Cubs. And I think there's a lot of people that have given up on heading down to the ball yard, and I don't blame you. Uh, This has not been great baseball for a lot of the year. Uh, There's all of the drama all the way back to opening day with the ownership group. Uh, The team has been bad. But I'm going to tell you that if I were in Cincinnati next week, and had the opportunity, I would head down to the ballpark and I would go to these three games because I find that once the season ends, whether the Reds have been good, bad, neutral, uh, I miss the baseball when it's gone. I miss being able to go to the ballpark. Uh, I've told you all many times uh, on this show that uh, being at Great American Ballpark is kind of my happy place. It's one of my favorite places anywhere in the country is to be down at the ballpark, watching the Reds play, wandering around the stadium, uh, interacting with all the other fans. And I I just love being down there. Uh, You know, I love going standing out in right field at the Budweiser bar and, and propping up on the leaning rail down there. It's just a great experience. Uh, The concession people, all of the stadium workers, rushers, everybody down there is great. And uh, I hope if you have the opportunity, you will head down and and see the Reds in this final three-game series. Uh, You're going to probably get the opportunity to see Hunter Green's final start of the year, the way the schedule is lining up right now. It looks like of the three games, two of them will be Hunter Green and Graham Ashcraft starting for the Reds. It doesn't look like, unless the Reds change up the rotation a little bit, that Nick Lodolo will be pitching at home in that final stand. But I would love it if the Reds just mix it up a little bit so that the final three games of the season at home were Lodolo, Green, and Ashcraft. I think that would be phenomenal. Uh, That alone, just two of those guys makes it worth driving down to the ballpark and seeing a couple of these games as uh, this season comes to an end and we close the book on summer and another season of Reds baseball. Uh, I can't believe there's only six games left. Uh, the season, uh, it's felt at times uh, incredibly long, but it really, you know, if we're honest about it, has kind of flown by and I have enjoyed uh, covering every single second of it and talking about it with you all. Uh, We're going to continue to be right here doing that all through the off season as we get ready for the 2023 campaign. Uh, But if you're in town, if you're in Cincinnati and, and you have at least one free day, head down to the ballpark. Let's put a lot of people in the stands to see Hunter Green and Graham Ashcraft one last time in 2022. And I think that that will probably be a good spot to go ahead and wrap it up for today. Thanks for making Locked on Reds your first listen of the day. Now make the Locked on MLB podcast your second listen. Uh, MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories from around the league. You can follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Off day for Thursday, six games to go in 2022. Jeff will be back next week, and we will have you covered as we are Locked on Reds every single day. We'll see you soon.